We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, welcome into the Guilty as Charged podcast. Today we're talking about how the Chargers compare to the rest of the AFC West just purely when it comes to draft position versus consensus board. I'm not here to talk about whether that's a fit, the grade of the player, the context, all of that. I'm just looking at consensus board versus draft selection. Now, I did do a video for this already comparing the Chargers to the Ravens, actually, because the Ravens, I think just off the top of my head, they feel like they're one of the more favored teams in the media when it comes to draft value and having very good drafts at least recently so i compared them to the ravens already that's a members only video i went through all the chargers picks and just you know plucked out notable reaches notable steals that sort of thing so a more Chargers specific in-depth one and a comparison to the ravens that was a members only video a patreon only video that's not going public anytime soon if at all today we're talking about the afc west i didn't want to do this I really didn't. I didn't even think I was going to do this, but I, I finished up the Ravens versus Chargers video. I went to bed, was about to go to sleep, and then someone messaged me and said, well, I liked that video, but how would they compare to the rest of the AFC West? Uh, of course, I get out of bed, <laughs> get on my computer, and I start going to work on this. It did take a bit, so I figured I'd share it. I was going to make it a members-only video, but I think there's enough work in here where it is. I feel like it's worth sharing with anybody who's curious. So... The other thing we talked about in that video, it's context, everything, context, weighted rounds, why this, why that every year, why did someone fall, all that. We talked about the limitations of what I'm about to show you here. There's plenty of limitations. I just trust that if you have not seen that video, or even if you have, I trust that you, the audience, understand that there are limitations to this. I'm not saying, oh my God, what a terrible pick. I'm just looking at consensus board versus where they were selected. So I trust that you guys understand that. Let's get into it. So. I'm not going to go round by round by round by round, but I just want to show that I did put every player since 2016 into this Google sheet for all four AFC West teams. Now, it only the consensus board only goes as far back as 2016. So unfortunately, I couldn't go back to you know the Craig Mager pick or DJ Fluker or whatever. I couldn't go that far back for the Chargers, but honestly, <laughs> I don't think I would do this whole video as far back as 2013 anyway. So you do get as far back as 2016. And again, you know, Telesco hasn't been going against the same GMs since 2016. 
He hasn't even had the same coaches since 2016. So there's a lot of, again, context missing and whatnot. We're just looking at the numbers here. So what I did for each round, I'd put every player, their draft pick, their consensus ranking, and they just find the difference between their consensus ranking and the draft pick. If it's more positive, it's more of a reach. If it's more negative, if at all, then it's more of a steal. So that's just how I'm comparing these. Average difference between every player in each round. I'm not comparing the first round to the sixth and seventh round. Just everyone in the first round, everyone in the second round, and so on. So there's 200-something players. I did round one, round two, round three, rounds four to five as a cluster, and round six to seven as a cluster. I figured round six to seven, rounds four to five is just kind of like a early day three, late day three sort of thing. I just think separating six and seven, eh, it's kind of the same range at that point. It's all a bunch of special teams guys, traits guys, or whatever. So that's how I separated them. Round one, round two, round three, four and five together, six and seven together. If you're watching this and you want to know what the colors mean, on our grade sheet when we did draft prospect grades, yellow was a first round grade, blue was a second round grade, green was a third round grade, orange was a fourth round grade. So it's just for me to, you know, kind of work off and remember which which team was in first, second, third, or fourth. Obviously, they're not grades. It's just a ranking. So what I'm about to show you, like I said, is very uh, limited. <laughs> uh, I'm not a statistician. I'm not Arjun by any means. I just wanted to throw up a graph just so you guys have something to look at and just so you have something to work off of and so we can talk about it. So pardon me for not being the best stats guy. Again, if you want me to culture human stem cells, I'm all for it. The stats and the graph stuff, leave that to some other nerd like Arjun. So here's how it stacks up for the Chargers. The Chargers are in blue, Chiefs in a reddish, Raiders in black or orange, <laughs> Broncos in an orangish color. That's the best we got. We'll work with it as is. Uh, so on the left, the y-axis is just your average difference. I kind of already talked about that. So the higher the bar, the more positive the number, the bigger the average reach, the smaller the bar, the more closer you are to being more of a steal or proper value, I guess. Again, there's no weight to these. Maybe everyone below 50 is fantastic value. I have no idea. Each round is obviously very different. There's a much bigger range of outcomes in round six or seven, or at least it should be than round one that said let's get into it where do you want to start let's go with the raiders first the raiders are an awful team early on they're like the chargers chiefs and broncos their picks all fall between 3.25 and negative one so a range of about four on the consensus board so they take a player within about four on average the raiders a whopping 20 we're talking some early reaches. Let me find some big culprits here. Uh, Carl Joseph taking 65 spots earlier. Damon Arnett, 34 spots. Cleveland Farrell, only 11. I was a little surprised, actually. I thought that was a more perceived huge reach, but I guess not. Anyways, the Ravens, or excuse me, the Raiders in round one, by far the worst team. In round two, the Raiders by far are the worst team. Early on, they are not good. And I don't know if that's a, you know, ownership thing. Like it, the way it pans out, because the Raiders are a very good team after this, but it's almost like the owner or Gruden or something picks these players early and then the GM and the scouts handle the rest because round one, they are by far the worst team. Round two, by far the worst team. After that, 
the Raiders are second place in rounds three, rounds four to five, and rounds six to seven. They get very, they they hold on to very good value. They don't reach every every other round after. Well, maybe they do, but compared to the rest of the AFC West, they don't reach as much, or they find better value than almost every other team the rest of the draft. For whatever reason, rounds one, rounds two, massive reaches. I don't know why. Uh, let's go with the Broncos next. The Broncos are the only team to not have a last place finish. However, they don't have any. Or they have one first place finish, but they don't have any last place finishes. So that's good. Uh, not bad. Not bad from the Broncos. Uh, round one is the only round that they have the edge in. It's the round that they actually, based on the consensus, they get more of a steal with negative one, actually. So that's pretty good. There's actually only two. Uh, rounds for all AFC West teams where there is a negative value. One of them actually is the Chargers. So the Broncos aren't bad. They're just kind of a right-in-the-middle team. They have three third-place finishes and one first-place, one second-place. So they're fine. They're fine. In round one, though, they do get some pretty solid players. They do get pretty good value overall. Um, but I guess when you're drafting like top 10, you know, like Sertan at nine, Bradley Chubb at five, you're, you're not really finding any surprises there. So that's that. Then we'll go to the Chiefs. The Chiefs have one first place finish, one very notable first place finish in round three. Uh, it's notable because the Chargers are the opposite. Uh, but the Chiefs do drop really well in round three. I think that's your Chris Jones round. Let's actually look at it. So the Chiefs, that is your... Oh, Kareem Hunt, Derek Nadi, Dorian O'Daniel, Kalen Saunders, Lucas Niang. Leo Chanel. Leo Chanel really <laughs> helped them out here quite a bit. I don't know who Kivere Russell is. It's been a while since I've even heard half of these names. But he was a huge reach for them in round three. But guys like Leo Chanel, Lucas Niang, does really good value for them. So that really helped them out here. So not bad. So they're the best round three team. But they also have two last place finishes in rounds four, five, and then round six and seven. So day three, they're not great in terms of reaching or they're yeah, in terms of reaching, they're not great, more significant reaches. Okay, so the Chargers. The Chargers overall, if you're just tallying up who wins the most, it's the Chargers. The Chargers do have an edge in terms of draft value, average difference in round two, rounds four to five, and round six to seven. So round two, round two makes sense. I feel like that's your Nasir Adderley. That's your Asante Samuel Jr. A lot of good value there for the Chargers. It's kind of just always been that way for them. I feel like they always find a way to get a nice little steal or some good value in round two. And round one, they have a second place finish. And again, Telesco very much stays with it. Like one of the reasons Trevor Penning was an option at 17 is because he fall he fell right in between that range of where Telesco usually drafts. I mean, if you look at round one, it's pretty close. Like the difference is six or nine in either direction. You know, the Raiders, 65. You know, you look at some other, like the Chiefs, there's 13, 14. So the Chargers stay very much so within those single digits. So a lot of good, a lot of solid value there. It's it's always players right within a certain range, which again, like this is a flawed set of stats and whatnot, but that is worth keeping an eye on moving forward. They're not going to take someone who's ranked 30th. It, they might get someone who falls to them, right? That's that's their biggest uh, difference was Derwin James, but they're never really going to reach for someone who's 10 spots out. So if the Chargers are picking at 25 next year, 
you got to find someone who's within like a nice single digit range for them to take. If you're looking at someone in the 40s, it's probably not going to happen based on Telesco's history, which is a good thing. In the second round, they do get the best value. We talked about that. Holy Lord, the third round. <laughs> I don't know what happens. Again, look, it's not a judgment of the players. There's no context, whatever. But just comparing them, man, the Chargers reach. And the funny thing is, this was the most consistent round for the other three AFC West teams. If you're just looking at them comparing to each other, right? Chiefs 26.1, Raiders 27.6, Broncos 28.8, Chargers 96.6. <laughs> I mean, it is by far the biggest reach round of any team in the AFC West. It's huge. It's 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 so significantly more than everybody else. And look, you can see like everybody falls within this in the AFC West at least, 26, 27, 28 range. Chargers 96.6 now why they make this reach again whole context thing is jt woods a reach in round three probably but why did they make that reach that's a whole different conversation i'm just looking at consensus board here but that's pretty notable otherwise though telesco best value rounds four to five best value around six to seven no truly or at least hmm, they have some they do have one their biggest reach of any draft round is in round seven but overall not bad telesco is the best or the chargers i should say are the best value drafters in round two rounds four to five and round six to seven and they're second place in round one and it's very very close it's very very close if round three got a little more figured out this is the best drafting team in the afc west i think it is anyway but that round three is <laughs> is quite a bit it's 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 a lot to take in. Ninety six point six being the average reach is ridiculous, but still, not bad. Telesco, not bad. I think you know we look at our individual teams, and we think of oh my gosh, that was a reach. Oh here goes Telesco again. Oh here goes this or that. But it's cool to look at this overall to see. Well, you know we know about the Chargers and we know kind of where these picks should be going. But what about the rest of the AFC West? How do they compare to those teams? Is is Telesco a bad drafter? Like we just we look at it. Oh, is it better than the Telesco? This and that, and maybe he's a bad drafter. But compared to the AFC West, it could be worse. And honestly, I think the Chargers have a case for being the best value drafting team. Now, whether they develop or whether they succeed or whatever, whether they even fit the team is a whole different story. But just in terms of value, I do think the Chargers are the best value drafting team, which is cool. That's really cool. Other than one glaring notable exception, the Chargers are first place in three of the five. One of them being the second round and two being day three is really cool, right? So some good early value, some good late value one glaring ridiculous third round thing but very very solid for the chargers i'm actually really impressed it's cool to look at this i don't know if you guys find this as interesting as i do but i know this hasn't really been specifically looked at for the chargers i think many people will look at jt woods or whoever ah ah awful terrible telesco is terrible and maybe he is (laughs) but let's compare it to other teams 
And I think this is really shows you that while there are certain problems with Telesco <laughs> round three, it could be worse. And honestly, in terms of just value drafting, we should be lucky. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com